Welcome to the Christian Business Connect Podcast. Hey, CBC. My name is Mike Patella, and I am the founder of Christian Business Connect. Today, we have uh, Rochelle Welling. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. How you doing? I am living the dream. <laughs> How about <laughs> you? you? Yes, cannot complain. I feel it. feel the same. Exactly. It's Well, you're a member of the week, so that's exciting. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Of, of course. So for the people listening who don't know you, can you do us a favor and tell you a little bit about who you are and what you do? Love to. So my name is Rochelle Welling, and I am a photographer based in Waterford, Michigan. I currently am a full-time photographer. I left my marketing, my nine-to-five marketing job to do photography full-time, and I probably I primarily do weddings and also lifestyles. So when I say lifestyle, we're talking anything from the range of you just had a newborn baby to your, you just launched a new business and we're taking branding shoots, maternity, high school senior, everything in between. Nice. It sounds like a lot of different options there. That's yeah. Busy, yeah. It right? keeps things, <laughs> exactly. It keeps it fun and I get to interact with all kinds of different people. It's actually really awesome. I love it. Nice. What's your uh, favorite thing about it? So when I, I primarily shoot weddings, so my favorite thing about that is being able to kind of soak up the immense joy that the couple is feeling on essentially the best day of their life. If anybody has been to a wedding, which I can assume most people listening to this are raising their hands, it's infectious, right? So being around people when they're just having a great time and, and the day is all about happiness, how can you not love that? Yeah! Exactly. Nice. What's the uh, the most challenging thing about what you do? Ooh, that's a good question. So I would say just dealing with different personality types, but it's a good challenge because I actually, so I, I love meeting new people and, and thriving off of kind of bringing out people's personalities. And I think that's one big, uh, a strength of mine actually is, is kind of being able to make people comfortable in front of the camera who, who usually are telling me, oh, I'm never comfortable in front of the camera. I don't know how we're, we're going to make this work. And then they end up loving the images. So I like to try to like bring per- people's personalities out and really getting them comfy rather than them looking back on a photo saying, oh gosh, cr-, you know, I'm cringing. I don't look good. You know, people usually say, walk away from the experience saying that was, that was so laid back and easy. Why can't all, you know, photos be like that? Nice. That's awesome. And plus it's, uh, it's more unique. It's more custom. It's yeah. not like the, the cookie cutter, you know, you go, what was it like Sears or JC Penney or yeah. whatever that has yeah. like the <laughs> stupid backdrops and all that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of, of being the center of some of those photo shoots back in my youth for sure at <laughs> JC Penney and Sears. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat that. Uh, and everyone had the same pose, and yeah, uh, I'll say backdrop. You know, it's going to anybody who's born, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties. Come on, we've all been there with those those wonderful backdrops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those were <laughs> those were interesting, but yeah. it sounds like you uh, you kind of navigate the what you know who they are rather than even more than what they want to do, and that's that's awesome. You know, because Thank like I know you. with yeah, I know with me and, and in fact we were having a little bit of a conversation before this. Uh I don't know what I want for some of these photo shoots that I do. I just yeah. I know yeah. that they're important and I need a professional because it's Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm I can't not good at it. One thing I've learned in this experience is is actually to trust professionals and I'm not just talking about photographers, but 
when we hire professionals, we're, we're hiring them because, you know, they're the professional. And I think sometimes people are, they don't, uh, they don't trust enough the, the pros that they're hiring. And so I think like, whether it's, you know, for your, uh, a real estate agent or somebody who's going to do your mortgage or, um, you're hiring a painter to paint your house, these, you want, it's really important to, to pick somebody who you vibe with because these people will, if, if the relationship is there, right. And you're, and you're hiring somebody who's customer focused and wants the, what's in the best interest for their customer, they'll, they will be able to steer you in that direction to say, Hey, I know you like this kind of vibe or your personality is like this. Let's, let's try something else, you know, and, and not just always try to like upsell you on things and rather just want, they want the best for you. So that's kind of where I've oh, taken, yeah. taken my approach in my business. And now on the receiving end of that, when I'm going into hiring a professional, I look for those things as well, because somebody who really cares about the client and the best interest of the client is going to do well by the client. Exactly. It's one thing I've learned because, you know, and it actually got referenced on this last podcast too, is, you know, I'm in, I'm in mortgages and it's, you know, same thing, like there's so many, and it, it's bad apples that we have to compete with too. And Absolutely. you know, I always try to find reasons not to work with a client, but yeah, you know, if I hear you there. Yeah. If there's like a need, if it sounds like we're going to have a good relationship and get along because, you know, especially, you know, what I do and what you do, it's very, it can, it can be at least very, very stressful and yep. Absolutely. don't get along you're going to have, it's, it's going to make it worse. Yeah. So. And pe sometimes people ask, are you, there are so, and you kind of just touched on this, uh, the saturation of certain markets. And I think we're both in similar scenarios where there's a lot of people in real estate and mortgage, and there's a lot of photographers out there. Um, and I think any people, business owners listening to this can, can most likely relate as well. And are you threatened by the community or by the com competition or, or not? I, gotten received this question before and I always say no because listen I don't want to take every single person's photo in Metro Detroit I would never have a life if, if that were the case um definitely exactly. community over competition but one other thing you just touched on was kind of pr prospecting for is this a good fit so I I don't say yes to every client and I'm sure you don't as well and if somebody listening to this maybe who's newer in the business might be saying well I think I need to sometimes like especially in this mm -hmm. in this economy right now with where you know, let's be honest, we're in COVID pandemic times and some people are hurting from a business perspective and need to just pay the bills. And I, and I get that. I also will offer this piece of advice, which I have learned from good and bad experiences in this, in my first full year of business was when I said yes to everything, it, it did not always lend itself in the long term in a good way because I should have taken more time. And I do this now to carefully that people, prospective clients to make sure it's a good fit because they, people are willing to pay more if they, if it is an absolute good fit, they know you're going to serve them, them well, rather than discounting your services and just, you know, wanting to always beat your competitors prices. I don't, I just don't think that is a good business model for like long-term uh, longevity in the market. No, yeah, a hundred billion percent, if that's a real number, agree with you. <laughs> it's, I, you learned it quicker than me, you know, earlier in my <laughs> career, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. That was a terrible, terrible business plan. It, you know, because you, you come across people that you're not going to get along with. You end up dealing with more stress than you need to. And, you know, there's more to life than this. And Absolutely. I, once I, you know, personally started saying no, it, it actually led to better referrals. 
Exactly. And, exactly. So it's like you're telling uh, the universe this, you know, these are the kinds of people I want to work with. And then it's like, okay, you mean business? Then here, I'm going to serve them up to you. And going back to your point on competition, you know, I, you know, I like competition because more often than not, it can make you look better. Yes. It's, yep. There's a, you know, especially in my industry, there are a lot of referrals I get from um, real estate agents who, you know, the other lenders screwed something up and then they come to me and I have to fix it. And that's, I tend to like the more challenging ones in that aspect, you know, as long mm -hmm. as I get along with the client, yep. you know, it, yep. I know the situation and I, I believe I can execute, but it's, yeah. Absolutely agree. No, I totally hear you. And, and that is the thing also. So on that same, a little bit on that same line is when people are willing to pay more, Service and, and not necessarily when willing to pay more, but but if, if we're not if you're comparing apples to apples, right? You what you offer is is value, and you need and we need to be better as business owners to upsell our value to customers because I don't I think sometimes we we get hung up on the okay, well this person's offering this and and what sh how can, how do my services stack up? But really, in the bottom line is like how can I help this person? What problem am I solving? And then kind of go from there. And I've, I've never, it's never steered me wrong when I've come at it from a, a value-based perspective is how can I help these people? Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I, I, I've had this conversation with my uh, business partner before, and he's telling me that, you know, this lender is taking this amount of time to close a loan and this lender is taking that, you know, they're charging this for this rate. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Let's just do what we do. It, like I, People rarely shop me now, and that's yep. probably because I'm doing the, you know, I, I'm not saying yes to everything, and I, I'm spending the time, and yep. it goes Absolutely. a long way. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I actually, yeah, since setting these boundaries for my business, I've, I've received a lot less inquiries where people are clearly price shopping and mm -hmm. just trying to, you know, find like the, who's going to be this price, and and earlier on, I don't think I would have had the confidence to say, sorry, I, I don't think we're the best fit, but now I absolutely do. And it's made a world of difference. And I, I get, oh, maybe one every few months where I, an interaction that I can kind of tell this person is just, you know, price shopping. And I really, truly believe it's because of the boundaries that I, I set from, from learning from those bad experiences. You know, I'm not going to negate that. Everything is, uh, especially in business, you know, is you kind of have to like learn it for yourself no matter how many times somebody can tell you these things. But man, it's, it's been a great year of growth. That's awesome. That's, that's really awesome. So you mentioned that you're based in Waterford. Yes. How, how far will you go? You know, let's, uh, great question. So I, if you know me well, I love to travel. Um, so this year has been a little bit of a damper on things with not being able to, to travel as much. Um, but I, I recently, so I was supposed to shoot a destination wedding in Jamaica in September, but it got canceled because of COVID. So I'm super bummed about that, but it's all right. I'm looking forward to other experiences in the future. So I would say the, the, that's a one-off, but a lot of uh, up North weddings are, are fun to travel for. Um, but primarily I'm, I'm focused in Metro Detroit. Um, yeah. So I do travel. Yes. But I serve mostly in the Metro Detroit area. Excellent. No, that's good to know. That's good yeah. to know. Um, so, uh, what made you decide to leave the nine to five and get into, you know, being the, the, the fun world of self-employment? That is a wonderful question. So a multitude of things. 
what really I believe started to I started to hear that little voice in my head saying, Ooh, maybe not this, not this was I had a, I have a son and he was at the time was a ba- very, very little. So like nine months we're talking, maybe six, seven, eight, nine months old. And that lended itself to some just internal dialogue of, is this really what I want for my, my, my family? You know, like me being away all the time, only getting one or two hours a day with him, right? Anybody listening to this who's gone through a full-time job and then daycare and the pickups and, and then the early bedtimes, you can understand it's, oh, yeah. you don't get a lot of one-on-one time. So I was just thinking long and hard of, is this really how it's going to go? And is, is that okay with me? And it wasn't really sitting that well with, with my soul, to be honest. I wasn't feeling that great about the traje- trajectory, thinking if I'm still in, a, in the corporate America nine to five marketing world, you know, 10, 15 years from now, I didn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel good. Honestly, it just didn't feel good. So then I got to thinking, okay, well then what else, what else, what's next? Um, and I've always been a creative person and I've always also had some interest in being an entrepreneur and one thing led to another. I got a couple friends to say yes to, to me taking their photos for a very cheap rate, just to like see if I could do it. Right. And when I realized that I did, I could see the potential. I knew I had some, a lot of work to do to grow, to get to be like a really good photographer, but I, I could just see, I could envision it. Something was telling me I can, I could do it, you know, if I just put in the time. So I had some honest, frank conversations with my husband who at first thought I was joking. And <laughs> then we got, and then of course, you know, after a certain amount of times, and then one, I remember one specific conversation was a filled with some tears and he was like, Oh, you're not joking. You, this really matters and means something to you. And you know, he could just tell that the situation as as it was, was not great for my mental health, which, you know, in turn the whole family's, uh, I guess I would say like relationship would suffer, right? If one person is kind of having their soul being sucked from them. So what happened then I'll, I'll make this quick. So then what happened after that was I, decided that I could only stay for a few months longer and just honestly spiraled into, I made a social media account. I took a couple weekends in a row to, we had some friends coming over for barbecues and I'm like, can I just take your picture just so I could have some, some content to post on social media to make it look like I had paying clients and just blasted all my friends and uh, social media accounts like, Hey, give me a follow. And it just honestly kind of just blew up. So, and I say blew up, it, I didn't go viral. I didn't, I, I don't have thousands and thousands of followers, but it was enough to sustain a, you know, a, a steady flow in the beginning um, enough that we, when we crunched the numbers, we, we thought, okay, we'll give this a year. And if I can't get it financially to where it needs to be, uh, there's plenty of marketing jobs I can go back to. Luckily we're beyond the year mark and I didn't have to find a new job, meaning Things are good. Bills are getting paid, and I'm fulfilled and feeling really good about it. That's awesome. Congrats on that. I mean, especially that Thanks. first year too, because that's incredibly difficult. You know, it's, I can only imagine what the zero out of ten is. recommend your first year in business during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it, that's awesome. That's that's really really Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Yeah, it's it was it's great. And I I'm, all jokes aside about the pandemic, it it was a struggle in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely had a lot of uncertainty and imposter syndrome in the beginning. And then when people started canceling and postponing their weddings, I was 
in my brain initially went to panic mode and like a scarcity mindset, like, Oh my gosh, I just couldn't really see past like how this was going to work financially. Luckily then that it was just an initial state of panic, which I'm sure a lot of business owners could understand in the beginning and, and maybe still are going through now. Um, but I will say then when you kind of like shift your focus and okay, so then, okay, so we'll focus more on family sessions this summer, you know, and, and see what happens. And luckily it was, it all worked out. So I, I am no. very, very grateful. No, that's awesome. It's good that you have that uh, versatile skill set that you're not just weddings. And I mean, so you're not tied, you know, all your eggs are in one basket and that's, it's kind of, you know, it, I've been self-employed since, what was it, like 2013, so seven years now, and there's always those times where I'm like, why am I doing this? This is yep. not financially beneficial, yet yes. seven years later, I'm still here, you know, bills are paid, everything is good, it's just, that's the, I guess, the challenge of um, self-employment, it's those, uh, the highs and the lows, the, the yeah. financial cycles that... I think one thing that's great. <laughs> yeah. So I think one thing that's great about this pandemic, if there, if there, if I can even say that, I know a lot of people are, are actually really suffering and, and so it's not to be said lightly, but uh, one thing that maybe we can uh, as business owners look to as a, a teaching, a teachable moment is I've seen a lot of great ideas and pivots come this year from, from business owners and just having to kind of be forced to get real creative with, with their offerings and, and how I have this one mentor, business mentor who is running a successful uh, wedding. She's a wedding florist um, up North and watching how she pivoted from, she basically lost 75% of her, of her income this year because of all the postponed and canceled weddings. And then she totally did a 180 and decided to offer up. Uh, she's just doing like wreath kits and like take home services and like, just totally pivoting from like a wedding floral business into kind of more like a, a selling, like an uh, selling, you know, items and retail and stuff and doing like business webinars. It's just so cool to see these people who are just born entrepreneurs and, and really just hustling, you know, when times are tough and it's, I know it's not ideal, but man, I think that's going to stick around is, is just kind of listening to your gut. And when things aren't working, like you said, if, if the numbers don't make sense, scrap you know throw it throw it away stop doing it and and even myself i'm i'm kind of uh doing a little bit more introspection right now thinking okay how is is this the direction i want to go like am i really gonna do i really want to keep doing weddings or should i be pivoting to this kind of just never being afraid to taking a moment to pause and ask yourself what's what's next and it's okay to to totally veer from what you the idea you had in mind when you started the business yeah i mean there's <laughs> There's uh, a lot of letters in the alphabet before you get to from uh, A to Z. Like it's yeah. you know you're constantly it's it's constantly shifting, and that kind of shows the difference between you know an actual entrepreneur and then someone just dabbling in it. You know if um, because yeah, yeah it, you have to make those adjustments, and yeah, and they're always going to be happening. You know you you look at a company like Blockbuster, you know they didn't pivot and then yeah. you know streaming took over and i mean it, it absolutely even a it was a basic pivot at first because netflix started with just you know the uh what was it like dvds in the mail like it was just a yeah. simple thing and um they expanded from there and uh it's you know making yeah, those adjustments and you know finding the, the opportunity we're living in, in right 
Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, no, that's a great example. Actually, Blockbuster, I think of other ones too, just as you were talking, like Circuit City, you know, like like companies that had uh, Sears could have if they if they they weren't ready to pivot. And I think also stems from leadership not being ready ready and able to pivot. And I think that's the other thing that, that I really want to touch on is mindset is something that this year has meant more to me than than in previous years. And when you've got a growth mindset and also not just growth mindset, but but really when you know when kind of when things are going rough like this year that we've had, a lot of people might be able to say, hey, this was not a great year for me. That having a mindset of a mentality that, you know, okay, yeah, yes, everything's not the best, but I'm thankful. I'm grateful. One thing I do daily is try to write down three things I'm grateful for. And it kind of like reels it back in on days when I'm feeling like my mental health is a little wavering that day. When I write down a gratitude list, something rewires in my brain and, and changes things for me. So that's one, one big thing, a piece of information or, or tip, I should say, if, if any business owners were like, how do I like get my mind there? I would, I would start there. I like that. I like that a lot. I, uh, uh, speaking of tips, so shifting from that perspective to a different perspective, if someone is getting ready for a photo shoot, do you have any good tips for them before they yes. show up or meet with you or do whatever? To That's a great question. Yes. So depending on the photo shoot, I always send over style guides before a branding session or a family session. And what that does is kind of cover like things to bring what or what not to bring. So here are my tips. I would say choose a color palette. Like, let's say it's a family session or a branding session. Choose a color palette. So if it's a branding, what kind of colors to go, go with your business and then build your outfits off of, off of the color palette, right? So that it stays cohesive if you're posting on social media, that kind of thing. Um, and then for the family session, same deal. Choose a, a color palette that, that you like and then one piece, you know, choose like the mom's out, dress outfit first and then kind of play off of, off of the, that one outfit. Then for what not to bring, I always say leave your keys in the car, leave your phone in the car because, and this is kind of more towards like the gentleman. Uh, I don't like anything in the pockets, right? Because that's going to be distracting. Uh, ladies, no hair ties. The Apple, people who have Apple watches, yes, super cool and trendy, but does not photograph well, doesn't look that cool in your pictures later on. Um, so little things like that. Um, but other than that, just show up. Be ready to have a good time and get, let your just be able to have fun and be playful. Your personality shining through is the most important thing. So I think whether or not you've got the, the outfits locked down, I can help with that. But most importantly, I would just say come with a good attitude. Awesome. Very awesome. So let's say someone wants to uh, contact you to see if you're a fit for you know their photography needs. What is the yeah. best way to do that? The best way to do that, I would suggest starting at my website, which is www.rachellewelling.com, R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-E-L-L-I-N-G, rachellewelling.com. And the reason I say start there is because I guide you through all the different session types. So there's something for everyone, go in the lifestyle if you're looking for a branding or a newborn or maternity, that kind of thing. Uh, if you're more on the wedding client side, I've got galleries. So you can kind of, I like I like to put a different variety of photos on there so you can kind of see if you could see, if you could see yourself in those images. Right. And if you're like, Oh, not my style, that's totally fine. 
but one place to start is yeah go to my website and then you can fill out the contact form and we can schedule a discovery call i can send you a brochure check out the pricing and see if it's a good fit nice easy enough well this was a great interview i really appreciate you taking the time you did a great yeah my pleasure my pleasure thank you so much for having me mike oh of course and everyone else contact rochelle just do it. Just go. Even if you don't need a picture taken, just kind of, she's I awesome. welcome all all friendships. Yeah, just come on over. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram. I'll give you a follow. I'd love to have you. Exactly. So before you do that, have a great week or after you do that. I guess it really doesn't matter the order. <laughs> uh, have a great week as we all work to be more through Christ. God bless. God bless.